In a black star-sprinkled sky, we soar backward over Earth. As massive block letters of gold and silver orbit into view, we pass to the dark side of the planet where the continents show the speckled, electrified glow of hundreds of cities. The Earth eclipses the sun, and the massive word hovers front and center. Universal, a Comcast company. In another logo, hazy circles of light overlap, their colors and sizes varied. Words appear, focus features, the O is blurred. Now clouds roll rapidly across a gray sunless sky. Titles appear, Universal Pictures and Focus Features present. A Michael DeLuca production. Fifty Shades of Grey. Our view hovers over the gray Seattle skyline. Dakota Johnson. Jamie Dornan. In an organized walk-in closet, an attractive man ties his sneakers. Jennifer Ely, Eloise Mumford. You better stop the things you do. In the city, the man runs. Victor Rasuk, Luke Grimes, and Marsha Gay Harden. In the closet, the attractive man dresses. Rita Ora, Max Martini, Callum Keith Rennie. He chooses a gray tie from a neatly organized drawer filled with many others of various styles. Casting by Francine Maisler, CSA. Music by Danny Elfman. Music supervisor, Dana Sano. At a college, a brunette woman carries an umbrella. Costume designer, Mark Bridges. In the city, the attractive man gets into a luxury car. Editors, Deborah Neal Fisher, ACE, Ann V. Coates, ACE, Lisa Gunning. At the college, the brunette approaches an old Volkswagen bug in a light rain. Production designer, David Wasco. Director of photography, Seamus McGarvey, ASC, BSC. In the city, a sign over the front door of a glass skyscraper reads, Gray House. Inside, the attractive man sits in a conference room with other businessmen. Standing before a mirror in an apartment, the brunette pulls her hair into a ponytail and takes a long look at herself. She bites her lip. Anna, take my car. She enters the living room. I gave her the recorder, right? A blonde eats soup. Oh, yes. And you have all the questions? Yes. And you know where you're going? Yes, I do have a GPS and a 4.0 GPA. I can figure it out. Are you wearing that? I love her sass. It's freaking wonderful. OK, maybe a little less talking, more Eating. <laughs> Executive producers Marcus Visiti, Jeb Brody. In a black convertible, Anna drives down a highway. A sign indicates the distance to Seattle, 90 miles. Produced by Michael DeLuca, PGA, E.L. James, PGA, Dana Brunetti, PGA. Later, she pulls up before the Gray House building and gets out. Based on the novel by E.L. James, she stares up at the skyscraper. Screenplay by Kelly Marcel. In an elevator, Anna looks over a document. The top of the page reads, Kate Cavanaugh, Christian Grey Interview. Directed by Sam Taylor Johnson. Anna steps out of an elevator into a sleek, all-white office. Miss Cavanaugh? Yes, that's May I take your coat? Oh, yeah. Um, she's, uh, okay, so, Mr. Grey will see you now. Okay. This way, please. 
Anna follows an elegant blonde woman in a gray suit. As another stylish woman in gray passes by, Anna checks her own modest attire. The blonde approaches a set of doors. Right this way. Heading through the doors, Anna trips and falls. <gasps> way to make an impression. The attractive man turns and approaches. Miss Calvin. Anna gawks at him. Are you all right? He helps her up and they shake hands. Christian Gray. I'm Anastasia Steele. Um, Miss Cavanaugh has the flu, so she asked me to fill in. I see. So you're studying journalism as well? No, English lit. Um, Kate's my roommate. As I said, I only have 10 minutes. Please, have a seat, Miss Steele. As she takes a seat across from Christian at his desk, Anna looks around his expansive office. She readies her notes. Setting down a handheld recorder, she glances around. She eyes a row of neatly organized pencils on his desk. Standing from his seat, Christian circles around his desk and hands her a pencil embossed with the name Gray. She bites her lip. Thank you. He leans on his desk. <clears throat> Ready? Whenever you are. Um, so this is for the special graduation issue of the student newspaper? Yes, I'm giving the commencement address at this year's ceremony. You are? He nods slightly. I mean, um... I know. <clears throat> uh, you are very young to have amassed such an empire. To what do you owe To what do I owe my success? Yep. Seriously? Business is about people. And I've always been good at people. What motivates them, what incentivizes them, what inspires them. Maybe you're just lucky. Is that what they call that? I've always found that the harder I work, the more luck I seem to have. The key to my success has been in identifying talented individuals and harnessing their efforts. So you're a control freak? Oh, I exercise control in all things, Miss Steele. Her. He takes a seat behind his desk. Okay. Um, uh, your company is involved primarily in the telecommunications sector, yet you also invest in numerous agricultural projects, including several in Africa. Is that something that you feel passionate about? Feeding the world's poor? It's smart business. Anna cocks her brow. You don't agree? I don't know enough about it. I just wonder if perhaps your heart might be a bit bigger than you want to let on. There's some people who say that I don't have a heart at all. Why would they say that? Because they know me well. Go on. <clears throat> um, do you have any interests outside of work? I enjoy various physical pursuits. Sex. You're unmarried. Oh. You were adopted at age four. It's a matter of so public personal. record. He steps around to her. I'm sorry, I didn't, I didn't. Do you have an actual question, Miss Steele? Yeah, sorry. Are you gay? <laughs> she gives her notes a startled look. <laughs> it's written here, I'm just. No, Anastasia, I'm not gay. 
I apologize. Mr. Gray, Kate can be a little- Intrusive? She nibbles on the pencil's eraser. Curious? Christian drums his fingers on the desk, then grips it tightly. What about you? He takes a seat in a chair beside her. Why don't you ask me something that you want to know? Pulling the pencil away from her lips, Anna meets his gaze. Earlier you said that there are some people who know you well. Why do I get the feeling that that is not true? He stares at her intently. Mr. Gray, your next meeting is in the conference room. Cancel, please. We're not finished here. Yes, sir. No, I, I'm, I, we, I can go. It's fine. I would like to know more about you. There's really not much to know about me. That's what you I always say. You said you're an English say. major? Tell me, was it Charlotte Bronte, Jane Austen, or Thomas Hardy who first made you fall in love with literature? Hardy. I would have guessed Jane Austen. Straightening a little, she smiles. What are your plans after you graduate? I'm just trying to get through finals right now. This sounds like the and vetting then, process. And then I was planning on moving here to Seattle with Kate. We offer an excellent internship program. Huh? I don't think I'd fit in here. She rolls her eyes. <laughs> Look at me. I am. I mean, Anna returns his gaze with her mouth hanging open. Later, she approaches the elevator. I hope you got everything you needed. I, I think you only answered four questions. As she turns toward the elevator, Christian snatches her papers without her noticing. She steps inside and faces him. Anastasia. Christian. The doors close. Outside, Anna hurries from the building. Gazing skyward, she breathes heavily and lets the rain fall on her face. Shutting her eyes, she throws her head back. Clouds cover the peaks of the city skyline. Now, Anna enters her apartment. Kate sits at a computer. <laughs> um, before you say anything, I think... You're a goddess. This is perfect. What? I just got his email. He answered every question. Anna takes off her coat. So? What was he like? Um... She sits on the sofa. He was fine. Fine? Just fine? Um, he was really polite. And he was courteous and very formal and, and clean. Clean? I mean, he was very, you know, smart and intense. It was kind of intimidating. I can understand the fascination. Uh-huh. Why are you looking at me like that? Like what? Okay. Anna stands. I'm gonna make a sandwich. Do you want one? No, thanks. Kate's laptop displays Christian's photo and the headline, the world's most eligible billionaire bachelor. You have to admit he's ridiculously hot. I'm sure uh, if you apparently not. are attracted to that sort of human, then the hot type of human? In the books, he sounds. <laughs> I asked him if he was gay. 
That was in your questions. Why would you do that to me? Because whenever he's in the society pages, he's never been photographed with a woman, so naturally. Well, maybe he just wants to keep his private life private, Kate. And now you're defending him. I'm terminating this conversation. Kate joins her in the kitchen. Too bad we don't have some original stills of your hot, clean, 27-year-old billionaire. Camera loves him almost as much as you do. Okay, I wasn't hungry, but now I am. She takes Anna's sandwich. Thank you. I love you. Anna shakes her head as her roommate walks off. Taking a seat in front of the laptop, Anna looks at pictures of Christian. She bites her lip. Daytime. In a classroom, Anna stares at the pencil Christian gave her. I declared I could not change if you tell me to my face. I should change soon. She brings the pencil to her mouth. Sounds like an innuendo. She gently pushes the writing implement against her lip. Yeah. Can we say innuendo? In the parking lot, Anna approaches her Volkswagen bug. Anna, I've been looking for you. What's up? Guess what? What? Portland Place is going to exhibit my photographs next month. Oh, my <laughs> Congratulations. Yeah. That's so good. Solo show, corazón. Can we celebrate later? Because I'm really late to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got it, you got it. But, um... Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Thank you. You're my hero. See you later. Okay. The goateed young man waves as she drives away. At Clayton's Hardware, Anna stocks items. Mom, I'm at work. Can I call you back? Oh, no, wait, wait, wait. I call for a reason. Bob broke his foot playing golf, of all things. God, is he okay? Is he in a lot of pain? Who can tell with the man? He calls the paramedics for a blister. <laughs> it means, though, we won't be able to fly in for graduation. Really? I mean, you don't want to just come alone? You don't have to bring Bob. <sighs> Leave Tiger Woods to fend for himself. You do understand, don't you, darling? Yeah, I, yeah, it's fine. Um, I really have to go, okay? I love you, Anna. I know, I love you too. God. Anna? Did you give me a handout back? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. She finishes stocking a raft, then follows the tall employee towards the back of the store. Down an aisle, she spots Christian. <laughs> he wears a wide grin. I thought it was you. What the? Weird. What a pleasant surprise, Miss Steele. Just Anna. <clears throat> Just Anna. You're in here. I was in the area in business. Of course he's in here. Needed to pick up a few things. Are you free? Yeah. What can I help you with? Do you stock cable ties? Cable ties, yes, we do. I wonder what he's gonna I can show do you with you those. Want. Please lead the way, Miss Steele. Just Anna. Facing Anna in front of a display wall, Christian grabs a package of cable ties. Is that it? Basking tape. Are you redecorating? No. Um, we have two inch and one inch, but the truly self-respecting handyman will have both in his toolbox. Of course he will. Mm, it's rare to find the connoisseur these days. Do you, you want anything else? Yes. Rope. Later, Anna unwinds a length of red rope from a wooden spool. That's impressive. Your girl scout. <laughs> um, no, organized group activity isn't really my thing. So what is your thing? 
Um, I don't know. Books? <laughs> okay. Rope, tape, cable ties. You're the complete serial killer. Not today. Anything else? What would you recommend? Or a do-it-yourselfer. Um, maybe coveralls so you protect your clothes. Could just take all my clothes off. Okay. No clothes. I mean, no coveralls. You... I can't think of anything else. She's easily flustered, just like oh, I, I guess am. That's it then. Cool. At the checkout stand. Thank you for answering Kate's questions. By the way, she is thrilled. I hope she's feeling better. She is, yeah, much. She's just having a hard time clearing a photo of you, I think. She'd like an original. I'm around tomorrow. You'd be willing to do that? Yeah. Want me to beg for you, Anna? Oh, uh, no, no, I'm good. Thanks, though, Paul. Christian glares at the tall employee. Okay. Paul leaves. Christian slides his business card across the counter to Anna. I'm staying locally at the Heathman. Call me before 10. About the photos. Oh, yeah, I will. Enjoy yours. Christian leaves. Through the store window, Anna watches as he hands his shopping bag to a square-jawed man. Christian gets into the passenger seat of a luxury sedan. In a hotel conference room, Anna's goateed young friend takes photos of Christian while Anna and Kate look on. Thanks again for doing this, Mr. Gray. I'm happy to help. Uh, how about we try a few with a smile? Christian poses with no hint of a smile. Or, or not. You do realize that he hasn't stopped looking at you. <laughs> he asked me to go for coffee afterwards. What? <laughs> Later. So is he your boyfriend? Who? The photographer. <laughs> Jose? No. I saw the way of smiling at you. No, Jose is more like family. He's not my boyfriend. And the guy at the store? Paul? No. Anna and Christian round a corner. At a coffee shop, Christian pours Anna a cup of tea. Thank you. He grabs a muffin and unwraps it. With her gaze fixed on her cup, she gently runs her fingers over the rim. You seem nervous. I find you intimidating. You should. He sets the muffin in front of her. Eat. Not to mention high-handed. I'm used to getting my own way. Uh, I must get very boring. How's that worked out for you? Tell me about your family. My family? Um, okay. My dad died when I was a baby, so I was raised by my stepfather, Ray. He's amazing. And your mother? Um, my mother is on husband number four. She's an incurable romantic. You? Am I a romantic? He nods. Well, I study English lit, so I kind of have to be. I thought the photo shoot went well, right? Kate seems to be really happy. I'm sorry, I can't. What? I'll walk you out. He stands this really and walks reminds off. me of Twilight. Outside, Anna walks with Christian. Do you have a girlfriend? Is that it? 
I don't do the girlfriend thing. What is that? Watch it! Grabbing her from the path of a speeding cyclist, Christian pulls her close. He caresses her cheek Hello. with his thumb. I'm not the man for you. You should steer clear of me. I have to let you go. He removes his hand. Anna swallows hard. Goodbye, Mr. Gray. She storms off, later in a classroom. All right, pencils down. Please take your final exams to the back of the classroom. Final grade will be posted in two weeks. Hey, y'all good? Yeah, why wouldn't I be? We are so partying tonight. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> This is way too much. No, You're getting this it. is exactly the right amount. All over my face. That's the idea. Wow. No, okay. Cab's early. Let's go. Anna, it's a package for you. Kate reads a note. Why didn't you tell me there was danger? Why didn't you warn me? Ladies know what to guard against because they, they read, read novels, novels that, that tell them of these tricks. tricks. That's a quote from Tess of the Derba House. Anna unwraps the package. Oh my god. These must be from Christian. She holds elegant books. Do you, I mean, these are incredible. Wow, Gray. Kate, these are first editions. I can't, this is too much. I can't accept these, I have to send them back. That's the cab, okay. Are you ready? Yes. Yes, very. It's good out of here. In a club, Kate and Anna sit with Jose and others. They drink. Did you do it all? All right. With my eyes closed and left handed, I can get this in. Ready? I gotta pee. Okay. Where you going? I gotta go. I gotta pee. Anna waits with other women against a wall. She stares absently, then pulls out her cell phone. Anna selects Christian Gray, then scrolls to delete contact. Anna grins, then selects his mobile number. <laughs> at a desk, Christian sits at his laptop. He picks up his cell phone and grins. Yeah, this is me. Um, sending back your expensive books because I already have copies of those. Thanks, though, for the kind gesture. You're welcome. But where are you? Oh, I'm in line because I have to pee really bad. Anastasia, have you been drinking? <laughs> yeah. I have, Mr. Fancy Pants. You hit the hell, hell on the nail. <laughs> I mean, then head right on the nail. Listen to me. I want you to go home right now. You're so bossy. Anna, let's go for a coffee. Okay, Anna, knows what's Anna happening. let's go for coffee. No, stay away from me, Anna. I don't want you. Get away. Come here, come here. Go away. That's it, tell me where you are. I'm a long way from Seattle, long way from you. Which bar? What's it called? I don't know, I gotta go though. Which bar, Anna? She hangs up, then turns to a woman next to her. I told him, right? <laughs> The woman gives her a blank stare. Anna's phone shows an incoming call from Christian. 
I'm sorry, I didn't... Stay where you are, I'm coming to get you. What? Hello? Anna knits her brow. Outside, she walks on a crowded sidewalk. Jose spots Anna and approaches. Hey. He offers a jacket. Oh, thanks. You okay? <sighs> yeah, I just am a little bit more drunk than... <laughs> Come here, stay warm. Oh, it's cool. I'm good, Jose. I got it. <laughs> I don't know when I'll have the courage to do this. Do what? Anna. No. I like you. You do? Very much. Oh, my God. Well, mm. please. One kiss. No, 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 no. Jose, I don't... I'm sorry. No. Dude, no. She said no. Christian pushes him. Christian White Knight. <coughs> Jose walks off. Don't look at me. Here. Oh. Christian gives her a handkerchief. Nice touch. I will launder this item. Let's get you home. I'm with Kate. I'll have Elliot tell her. Who's Elliot? He's my brother. He's inside talking to her right now. Uh-huh. I don't... He was at my hotel with me. You're still at the heat. Yeah. Come. Inside the club, Kate dances with a scruffy man on a crowded dance floor. Anna watches Christian talk into Elliot's ear. Christian returns to Anna by the bar. That's your brother? Not by choice. Let's go. Wait, what did Kate say? She warned me to be on my best behavior. <laughs> More like threatened me. She threatened <laughs> I think I'm gonna faint. What, now? Anna collapses into Christian's arms. Daytime, Christian jogs and enters beneath an awning reading the Heathland Hotel. In a hotel room, Anna sleeps alone in a large bed. Anna stirs, then sits up. Wearing an oversized t-shirt, she surveys the room. On the nightstand, two blue pills sit beside a note reading, Eat Me. A glass of orange juice rests beside a note reading, Drink Me. She I'm takes the pills and sips the pills from the glass. Are. From bed, Anna eyes Christian as he enters the room. Like, uh, Good morning, Anastasia. How are you feeling? Better than I deserve. Anna places the glass on the nightstand, then pulls at the comforter. Did you put me to bed? Mm-hmm. You undressed me? I didn't have much choice. Where did you sleep? From a couch, Christian points to the bed. Oh, my God. Did we... We didn't... Necrophilia is not my thing. So we just slept then? There's a novelty for me too. You need to eat. He offers her toast. Had Taylor pick you up some clothes. Who's Taylor? My driver. Thank you. You didn't have to do that. Yes, I did. Yours were covered in vomit. Excellent. 
I sent him down to the laundromat and had him Shouldn't get drunk like that. I'm all for testing limits, but you put yourself at risk last night. I know. Christian stands and pulls off his shirt. If you were mine, you wouldn't be able to sit down for a week. He crawls on the bed. What? He takes a bite of her toast. I gotta go take a shower. Christian walks out. Why am I here, Christian? He faces her from a doorway. You're here because I'm incapable of leaving you alone. Her eyes glisten. Then don't. Why'd you send me those books? I thought I owed you an apology. He leans on the bed. For what? For letting you believe that I... Listen to me. I don't do romance. My tastes are very... singular. You wouldn't understand. Enlighten me then. Christian's stare softens. He places a hand on Anna's cheek. He runs a thumb across her bottom lip. Anna closes her eyes. Christian leans closer, then walks out. Anna opens her eyes and shakes her head softly. Later, Christian faces his laptop at the desk. Now fully dressed, Anna enters from the bathroom. You look beautiful. Taylor has good taste. Christian sits on the desk. What are you doing later? I'm working at the hardware store till 7. I'll have Taylor pick you up then. Smiling, Anna averts her gaze. I would like to bite that lip. I think I'd like that too. I'm not gonna touch you. Not until I have your written consent. Wait, wait, you just, uh, what? I'll explain clothes Come and, and uh... Christian and Anna enter an empty elevator. Christian presses a button, then faces her. Fuck the paperwork. He kisses Anna. You're gonna kiss her like a maniac. He lifts her arms and pins them above her head against the wall. What? They separate as the doors open. Four suited men face them. <clears throat> the men enter the elevator. Christian glances at Anna. What is it about elevators? Anna grins. At the apartment, Elliot lies on top of Kate on the couch. Anna and Christian walk in. The scruffy young man pulls up his pants. Hey. <laughs> Yeah. Hi. Must be Anna. He must be Elliot. And we must be going. Elliot, so awesome to meet you. Kate's told me a lot about you. Elliot, find your shoes. Some of us have work to attend to. What you're doing with Mr. Warmth here? I have no idea. <laughs> Elliot kisses Kate. Ladies, baby. 
I'll see you tonight. Email me if something changes. My computer's broken. We'll call then. We know you have my number. Later's baby. Christian leaves. Kate turns to Anna. <sighs> Elliot seems like a really nice no, uh -uh. guy. No, no, we're starting with you. If you're seeing him again tonight, that means that something happened. <sighs> Anna? Mm-hmm. I, I have to get ready happened. for work. We just kissed. Once. Only once? That's odd. Mm. Odd doesn't even cover it. Uh-huh. And a new jacket. At Clayton's hardware, Anna puts price tags on cans. She stares distantly, then smiles to herself. Nighttime, Anna walks out of the store. Hi. She faces Christian's driver. Hi. It's Taylor, right? Good evening, Miss Steele. Mr. Gray will be joining us there. He opens a car door for Anna. She climbs into the back seat. Now an elevator door opens. Christian stands beside a helicopter. Anna's eyes widen as she approaches him. They trade smiles. Good evening, Anastasia. She climbs into the helicopter. The door reads Gray Enterprises. Christian joins her and sits behind the controls. Wait, you're flying this? Christian grins, then straps a seatbelt across her lap. He pulls down her two shoulder straps and connects them. He tightens the seatbelt, then pulls on the shoulder straps. She lifts slightly from her seat. No escaping now. The rotors spin atop the helicopter. Anna puts on a headset. November 1224, Charlie Tango, ready to depart. Roger that, Charlie Tango. Your flight plan from Portland to Seattle is cleared. Seattle? That's where we're going? <laughs> the helicopter flies over a long stretch of highway. In the cockpit, Anna looks at the lights below. Anna eyes Christian. He maneuvers the controls. The helicopter banks and soars off. Anna watches the city streets below. The helicopter approaches the Seattle skyline. The space needle glows high above the twinkling lights below. Anna turns to Christian and they trade smiles. The helicopter approaches a towering building. The word Escala glows near its wide rooftop. The aircraft lands on a helipad. Now Anna follows Christian out of an elevator. They stroll into an upscale foyer. Would you like a drink? Yes, please. She timidly enters a wide penthouse. Floor-to-ceiling windows showcase the Seattle skyline. Anna surveys the expansive area. Near a dining room, a black grand piano faces the window. Wow. Christian stands in an adjacent kitchen. Anna steps past a staircase and crosses the room to the piano. Do you play? Yes. <laughs> of course you do. Later, Christian pours white wine. Anna sits at the table. 
A document rests before her. What's this? It's a non-disclosure agreement. It means that you cannot discuss anything about us with anyone. I'm afraid my lawyer insists on it. But I'd never talk to anyone about us anyway. Anna signs the document. Are you gonna make love to me now? Two things. First, I don't make love. I fuck hard. And the second thing? He holds out his hand. Come. Anna places her hand in his. Now Christian leads Anna down a hallway. He stops outside a closed door. It's just beyond this door. What is? My playroom. Like your Xbox and stuff? <laughs> it's important that you know you can leave at any time. Why? What's in there? I meant what I said. The helicopter's on standby to take you whenever you want to go. Could you just open the door? His stare lingers on Anna. Then he unlocks the door. <laughs> They step into a darkened room. Christian taps on a display. The room lights up, revealing red paneled walls. Anna's eyes widen. Oh my God. She surveys the room. An assortment of whips hang on a thin rack. A red leather four poster bed rests beside a red leather couch. Anna's eyes dart around the walls. Restraints and handcuffs dangle from mounted brackets. Long whips and leather ropes hang on another wall. Anna looks at a metal rack suspended on the ceiling. Her stare lingers on a rack of assorted animal hair whips. She steps into the room. Christian closes the door behind them, then joins her. Anna runs her hand through the strands on a whip. It's called a flogger. Anna glances at him, then strolls on. She eyes thin wooden canes displayed on a gold rack. Say something, please. Do women do this to you, or do you? I do this to women, with women. Women who want me to. Christian follows Anna as she ventures further into the room. Beside the red leather couch, she turns back. You're a sadist? I'm a dominant. What does that mean? It means I want you to willingly surrender yourself to me. Why would I do that? To please me. To please you? How? I have rules. If you follow them, I'll reward you. If you don't, I'll punish you. You'd punish me like you'd use this stuff on me? Yes. What would I get out of this? Me. I found that kind of romantic. In the hallway, Anna takes Christian's hand. He leads her to a door at the end of the hall. If we were to do this, 
This would be your room. You can decorate it however you like. She surveys a simply decorated bedroom. You want me to move in? Not full time, just Friday through to Sunday. We can negotiate the particulars. So, so I'd sleep in here with you? No, I'd be downstairs. I told you I don't sleep with anyone. Later. What if I don't want anything to do with that? I would understand completely. But then we wouldn't have any sort of relationship at all? This is the only sort of relationship I have. Bro. Why? Christian takes Anna's wrist. It's the way I am. On the steps leading to the living room, they sit facing each other. When you said negotiate, what did you mean? I already have a contract prepared. It's fairly detailed. You would review it, and we would negotiate what you are and are not willing to try. How could I know what I'd be willing to try? Well, when you've had sex, was there anything that you didn't like doing? We have to be honest with each other for this to work, okay? I, I, I wouldn't know. What do you mean? a virgin i've just shown you i know i just you've done other things right no he scoots closer and places his hands on her cheeks where have you been waiting men must throw themselves at you never one i've wanted Writing your lip. He pulls her into a deep kiss. He pulls her up to her feet. What are you doing? Rectifying the situation. And the situation? He leads her away. In a bedroom, <laughs> Christian kneels before Anna and unzips her pants. He slides them down, exposing her white cotton panties. He kisses her thigh. She sits on the edge of the bed. He slips his fingers under her shirt and pulls it off over her head. He pulls her into a kiss. Unclasping her bra, he hooks his finger under the strap and tugs it off her shoulder. He kisses her neck. She lies back on the bed. As he kisses her inner thigh, she writhes. Standing straight, he slowly unbuttons his shirt, revealing several round scars on his chest. Slipping off his pants, he exposes his bare backside, then climbs on top of her. 
Christian raises Anna's hands above her head. He kisses her lips, then runs his fingers down her bare breasts. He slips his hand into her panties. Her toes dig into the sheets. He pulls off her underwear. Using his teeth, he rips open a condom package. Gently, he slides her hands beside her head and holds one there. He thrusts against her. Anna tries to touch his back, but he moves her hand away. Our view moves above them to the wall in a painting of a tempestuous sea. A round mirror above the bed reflects the lover's undulating forms. Later, Anna sleeps in the bed. As she wakes, she rolls over and discovers the empty space beside her. Sitting up, she clutches the sheet to her chest. In the darkened living room, Christian plays the piano. His silhouette sits in darkened contrast to the nighttime cityscape seen through the floor-to-ceiling windows. He wears only a pair of pajama pants. Wrapped in a sheet, Anna enters. She crosses behind him and tries to touch his neck. He takes her hand and swivels to face her. Dropping the sheet, she straddles him on the bench and they kiss. Cupping his hands on her bare buttocks, he wraps her legs around his waist and carries her off. Daytime, Anna awakens in the bed with Christian asleep beside her. She gazes at him, then props herself up on her elbows. In the kitchen, Anna wears Christian's white dress shirt as she cooks at the stove. Turning back to a counter, she whisks in a bowl. Taking a seat at the island counter, Christian smiles as he watches her wiggle her butt to the music. She turns around and spots him. You're energetic this morning. You hungry? Very. She beams at him. I make him pancakes. Later, they eat. Mm. He takes a dish from her, then puts her thumb in his mouth. Let's get you cleaned up. He sucks on her fingers. In the bathroom, Christian pulls off his T-shirt and gazes at Anna's reflection in the mirror. With her back to him, she drops his dress shirt, exposing her bare butt. She steps into a tub. 
He climbs in after her, taking the spot behind her. Grabbing a sponge, he pulls her toward him. She lays her back against his bare chest. He dribbles water over her breasts. Later, they stand facing each other and kiss. Do you trust me? Anna nods. Christian slips off her towel, exposing her bare breasts. He unpins her hair and she shakes it loose. Stay here. She watches him walk away. In the closet with a towel wrapped around his waist, he grabs a tie from a drawer. Christian rejoins Anna in the bedroom. Hold out your wrists. Palms up, she presents her wrists to him. He wraps the necktie around them. Tying a loose knot, he leads her back toward the bed. As he straddles her, he raises her arms above her head. Hold them there. Understand? She nods. Tell me you understand. I want my arms. Good girl. She arches her back as he moves his face down her chest. She tries to wrap her arms around him, but he shoves her hands back onto the bed. Stay still. Okay. Christian moves his face down her chest and belly. He glances up at her. Say yes. To what? To being mine. Anna shuts her eyes and arcs her back. Christian! Oh. It's my mother. He removes the tie. I'm naked. Get dressed. In the foyer, an elegant woman enters. And there's no need to show me around. And there's no need to hover. He's still sleeping, Dr. Bray. He's still sleeping, but he never sleeps in. Certainly not at this hour. Unless, of course, he's Wait. ill. Is he? Oh. Sorry, Mr. Bray. It's fine. I don't know how she can be. <laughs> she? Well, if you're trying to avoid me, the very least you can do is call me by my correct name, which would be Mum. Hi. She spots Anna. Ah, oh, dear God. Mother, Anastasia Steele. Anna, meet my mother, Dr. Grace Trevelyan Gray. You have no idea how delighted I am to meet you. It's nice to meet you, too, Dr. Gray. Grace, she's very pretty. You're very pretty. Thank you. Mm -hmm. What happened to Cohen before dropping by? Oh, and have your henchmen give me the runaround? No, thank you. I'll take my chances. Anyway, I was in the neighborhood, and I thought perhaps we could have lunch. I can't today. I have to drive Anna home. It's okay. Take it. I was just showing your mother out. Excuse me. Anna grabs her phone. <laughs> Anastasia. Kate, hold on. It was a joy to meet you. Mm -hmm. And I'm having the whole family for dinner next week at my house. Christian's sister Mia is back from Paris. You must come. We'll see you, Mother. Nice to meet you. You too. Christian kisses Grace goodbye. Anna jogs upstairs. Thank you. Grace blows her son a kiss as she and Taylor enter the elevator. Upstairs. We can't talk about it right now, Kate. Anna glances into the bedroom Christian designated for her, then looks back over her shoulder. I, I gotta go. I'll call you back, okay? Scanning the white and light gray decor, she steps inside. Floral wallpaper adorns the space behind a neatly made bed. 
a stark vanity stands in the corner. Anna sits on the edge of the bed and stares off. Everything okay with the phone call? She glances over her shoulder at Christian. Yeah, nothing important. I liked your mom. <laughs> She's excited. She's never seen me with a woman before. It was a first. What is it, Anna? Um, I just... How many women have stayed in here? Fifteen. It's not that many. It's a lot of women. I told you before, if you want out. I don't want out. I just, I'm not exactly jumping at the opportunity to get whipped and tortured in your red room of pain. That room is much more about pleasure. I promise you. Would we still go out to dinner and, and movies and... That's not really my thing. Try to keep an open mind. Cupping her chin, he tilts her face up toward him. If you agree to be my submissive, I will be devoted to you. This is what I want. I worked in the real world. I want it with you. Why do I have to sleep in here? We slept in the same bed last night, like normal people. Try not to get hung up in the sleeping arrangements. If you agree to do this, you're gonna want your own room. Why, because I'll be your sex slave? I don't wanna do this here. Let's talk downstairs. No, you know what? I think I'll hold on to my free will a little while longer, thank you. Actually, you know what? I would like to go home. Can I go home? In a garage, Christian walks with Anna. Which one's yours? All of them. They climb into a sports car. The sports car travels down a highway. Anna sleeps as Christian drives. In a heavily wooded area, Christian pulls the car over. He strokes Anna's hair and she wakes. Let's go for a walk. In the woods, they walk. How did you start doing this? One of my mother's friends. I was 15. I feel ya. She seduced you? I was her submissive for six years. Seriously? Does your mother know that? Of course not. No one in my family knows about this part of me. So she introduced you to all this? Mrs. Robinson? Mrs. Robinson. I'll tell her you said that. She'll love it. You still talk to her? On occasion. We're friends. They stand on a dock and look out at a marsh. Anna. I know how intimidating this is. I felt the same at first. Well, 
What made you change your mind? By giving up control, I felt free. From responsibility, from making decisions, I felt safe. You will too, you'll see. I never took anyone in the helicopter. Never had sex in my own bed. Never slept next to anyone, ever. Only you. He cups her face in his hands and pulls her into a kiss. On a residential street, Christian pulls up outside an apartment building. He grabs an envelope from the glove compartment. This is the contract. Read it carefully. Email me if you have any questions. I told you my computer's down. Just consider, okay? He grabs her hand and kisses it. I really hope you say yes. Anna gets out of the car. Thanks for the ride. Later, baby. Anna enters her apartment. A workman sets up a new laptop. Um. Okay, you're all set. Your roommate let me in. I just figured that you forgot to tell me about it. Do I look okay? Tell you about what? Just sign here. Hold on, do you have the right apartment? Anastasia Steele. Anna signs the paperwork. The purchaser's name reads C. Gray. Anna rolls her eyes. Enjoy. Another gift, huh? Whatever happened to flowers and chocolates? I'm dying here everything, but I have to run right now because Elliot and I are having dinner and then we're going to see a show at the Gorge. Jose called for you twice, by the way. The mail already come? Oh, oh uh, no, this is, these are my thesis notes. I left them at school. Oh, all right. Well, there's yesterday's mail. Anna puts down Christian's envelope and sifts through the mail. What? I don't know. You look different. I feel different. Of course you do. <laughs> okay. Okay. Bye. Kate leaves. Anna takes a seat behind the new laptop. She smiles. A message from Christian appears. Thank you for a most interesting weekend. This laptop is yours, and I'd like you to use it for research. She replies, would you now? Is this what our relationship will be like, you ordering me around? She nibbles on her thumbnail. His response reads, oh, I hope so. And what's more, you'll like it. <laughs> Later on her bed, she reads a document. The following are the terms of a binding contract between the dominant and the submissive. The fundamental purpose of this contract is to allow the submissive to explore her sensuality and her limits safely. The dominant and submissive agree and acknowledge that all that occurs under the terms of this contract will be consensual, confidential, and subject to the agreed limits and safety procedures set out in this contract. At their apartment, Anna and Kate pack. The submissive will agree to any sexual activity deemed fit and pleasurable by the dominant. 
accepting those activities outlined in hard limits. A text from Anna reads, missing that tie. The submissive <laughs> agrees to procure oral contraception from the physician of the dominant's choosing. Anna and Kate move to Seattle. The submissive will not enter into sexual relations with anyone other than the dominant. Christian meets with businessmen. The submissive will eat regularly to maintain her health and well-being from a prescribed list of foods. He checks his phone. The submissive will not drink to excess, smoke, or take recreational drugs. Anna receives that, a gift at her door. The submissive shall always conduct herself in a respectful manner to the dominant and shall address him only as Sir, Mr. Gray, or such other title as the dominant may direct. They exchange emails. The submissive may not touch the dominant without his express permission to do so. The safe word yellow will be used to bring to the attention of the dominant that the submissive is close to her limit. When the safe word red is spoken, the dominant's action will cease completely and immediately. Anna views internet images of women in bondage. Does the submissive consent to being restrained with hands bound in front? Does the submissive consent to being blindfolded? Does the submissive consent to being gagged? How much pain is the submissive willing to experience? Outside Gray House, Christian sends Anna an email. At her apartment, Anna reads it. Has your research been productive? I'm impatient in Seattle. She types a reply. It was nice knowing you. Sitting on her bed, Anna grins. Outside his office building, Christian checks his phone, then walks away. In her apartment, Anna carries a laundry basket. Wearing earbuds, she sets the basket down in her bedroom. Christian walks in with two wine glasses. It's a little stalkerish. How'd you get in the house? <coughs> Christian. It's been nice knowing me, has it? <laughs> he sets down the glasses on a nightstand. Wine fills one glass, ice cubes fill another. He pulls her close. He tugs on her braided hair. Let me remind you how nice it was. Christian runs a thumb on her bottom lip, then throws her onto the bed. He climbs on top of her and holds up a tie. Is this what you want? She nods. It's what you do. She offers her wrists to him. It's what you see. Christian binds them in a tie, then wraps it around the bedpost, securing her hands above her head. Christian tightens the tie, then climbs off the bed. He grabs Anna's ankles and adjusts her body. Don't make a sound. Christian pulls off her pants. He climbs on top of her and slides her shirt up, placing it over her eyes. Christian climbs off Anna's bare body and removes his shirt. Eyeing her, he gulps wine. He kisses her. Christian pulls an ice cube from the glass. He places it in his mouth and kisses her. 
Using his mouth, he slides the ice cube down her neck and across her chest. Must be a really frozen ice cube. The ice cube leaves a wet trail across Anna's bare skin. Christian deposits the ice cube in her belly button. Is this nice? She bites her bottom lip. Christian flips her over. He props her onto her knees and climbs behind her. He lowers his pants, then rips open a condom wrapper with his teeth. He thrusts against her. Nighttime, Anna faces Christian in bed. That was really nice. What are you doing to me? Anna places a hand on his cheek, then runs it through his hair. Christian takes her hand away from his face. Anna reaches for his chest. What about here? He grabs her wrist. Why not? Is it breaking the rules? Speaking of which... I haven't made up my mind yet. Christian climbs out of bed and puts on his pants. I don't stay. I told you. I don't sleep with anyone. Can we negotiate? Twice? Smiling, he puts on his t-shirt, then kisses Anna on the side of her head. He glances back at her as he walks out. Daytime. In his office, Christian sits at his desk. In her bedroom, Anna types at her laptop. In Christian's office, a message window appears from Anna. I have some issues with the paperwork. Christian types. In Anna's room, a message window appears. I'd be disappointed if you didn't. Shall we discuss over dinner? Tonight? Anna types. As this is a contract, I'd like a business meeting. Christian furrows his brow, then replies, fine, I'll wear a suit. Grinning, Anna types. I'll be wearing a burlap sack. Christian I love smiles. their banter, it's adorable. Nighttime. At Grey House, Anna stands in an elevator. Holding an envelope, she takes a deep breath. At his front desk, Christian stands outside the elevator. Striding toward him, she removes a coat, revealing a form-fitting burgundy dress. Oh, that's a hell of a sack, Miss Steele. Anna grins, then follows Christian down a hallway. He places a hand on the small of her back, and Anna pulls it away. Business meeting. They enter a wide room and cross to a long table beside wall panels emitting a soft red glow. Anna pulls out a document from her envelope, then a pencil. Our view slides across the top of the document, detailing a contract between Christian and Anna. Christian faces her across the long glass table. 
Impressive. I've done this before. Business meetings, I mean. Oh. Uh... Miss Steele. Hmm? Your meeting. Page one. Strike out my old address and replace with a new one. An oversight. Duly noted. Page three, section 1520. The submissive shall submit to any sexual activity demanded by the dominant and shall do so without hesitation or argument. <laughs> Christian shoots her a look. Uh, turn to page hey, five. No Appendix three, this, soft limits. Watch what With you. Find anal fisting. I'm all ears. Strike it out. Strike out vaginal fisting, too. You sure? Yeah. Same page. Is the use of sex toys acceptable to the submissive? Vibrators, okay. Dildos, fine. Genital clamps, absolutely not. Agreed. Consider them gone. What are butt plugs? Two blonde assistants enter the room. They play small dishes and wine in front of Christian and Anna, then walk out. He must go through quite a few non-disclosure agreements. My staff know only what I choose to tell them. Please resume, Miss Steele. <clears throat> also on page five, there are some terms which need clarification. Suspension. Hanging on ropes from the ceiling. For what possible reason? For your pleasure. Really? And mine. Something to consider. No, hard limit. Is bondage acceptable to the submissive? I'm good with rope. Leather cuffs, handcuffs. Please lose tape. And uh, what's other? Cable ties? Anna smiles. Can I just say how impressed I am with your commitment to this meeting? And in that spirit, I'm gonna throw in a sweetener. How about once a week, on a night of your choosing, we go on a date? Just like a regular couple. Dinner, movie, ice skating, whatever you want. Accepted. You're very kind. I'll suggest it in Appendix 5. Holding each other's stares, they trade small smiles. Now, Anna seals her envelope. Christian fidgets with a pen, then puts it down. I would like to fuck you into the middle of next week. Well, then. <sighs> You're not fighting fair. I never have. I'll review all these changes and try to arrive at a decision. You want to leave? Yes. But your body tells me something different. Your legs, for instance. The way you're pressing your thighs together under the table. And the change in your breathing. And in your complexion. My complexion? You're flushed. I could 
could just be the one. It's your adrenaline. Anna pulls her hair over one shoulder. Christian removes his tie. Let's say I did stay. What would happen? First, I would help you out of that little dress of yours. Yes. And I'd be pleased to discover that you were naked underneath. Really? Then I would bend you over. Right here? Yes. On this table? Yes. Anna bites her bottom lip. Christian stares at her intently. Thank you for the meeting, Mr. Gray. Anna rises from her seat. Outside Gray House, Christian walks with Anna. This is me. Didn't know I was a collector of classic cars, huh? You sure I can't persuade you to stay? Good night, Christian. When will you know? Soon, maybe. She kisses Christian on the cheek, then walks to her Volkswagen bug. Why do I think you're telling me goodbye? Because I'm leaving. She gets in her car. Daytime, outside a building, Kate and Anna walk in graduation robes. You got your valedictory speech ready? No, more or less. Annie! Dad! <laughs> Hi. Sorry I'm late. I had a hell of a time parking. That's okay. You're here. That's all that matters. You kidding me? I wouldn't miss this for the world. I saved you a seat next to Kate's parents, okay? Anywhere you want, Miss. Okay, I'll see you after. Yeah. Good luck up there. Inside. And he's also a major benefactor to our university. Please join me in welcoming Mr. Christian Gray. On a stage, Christian walks to a podium. Anna sits among graduates in the audience. From the stage, Kate glances into the crowd. Thank you. I am deeply moved by the great compliment accorded to me today. He is so hot. Oh, God. He's so nice. Grinning, Anna leans toward two graduates. I heard he's gay. The goal? To help eradicate hunger and poverty across the globe. I myself have known what it's like to be profoundly hungry. So this is a very personal mission for me. Now, graduates file on stage. Anna receives her diploma. Congratulations. You should be very proud. I am. Nice tie, by the way. It's recently become my favorite. Do you have your answer yet? I'm still thinking. Anastasia, just try it my way. Please. Okay. What? <laughs> she walks off. Congratulations. Thank you. In a crowded reception area. Dad! 
I am so proud of you, Thank Annie. you. <laughs> ah, and Kate, that's valedictorian speech ever. Yeah, thank you. It's awesome. Yeah, I would Anna. Hi. Hi. Ray, have you met Christian Gray and his boyfriend? Oh, great pleasure to meet you. Likewise, I really enjoyed your speech. Thank you, sir. Sounds like you've accomplished some pretty impressive things. I'll say. Thank you. Well, I'm going to go find my family. who have been patiently waiting to embarrass me. Bye. Come see us in Seattle, okay? Yeah, as soon as I get an invitation. <laughs> so, how long have you two known each other? Um, uh, a few weeks now. Mm -hmm. We actually met when Anastasia interviewed me for the student newspaper. Uh, picture, please, Mr. Gray. Excuse us. Christian poses beside Anna. Big smile now. He gives a small grin. Nighttime. In Anna's apartment, Christian pours champagne. To celebrate your graduation, among other things. Anna shakes her head. Roll your eyes at me again, and I will take you across my knee. Oh. So it begins. They drink. Mm. Come on, I have something to show you. What? Christian leads Anna outside. Standing in front of a parked red car, Taylor hands keys to Christian. That's cute. Doesn't really seem like your style, though. It's not. He hands her a key with a blue ribbon. Happy graduation, Anastasia. Oh, my god. Christian, that's a car. You don't miss much, do you? Thank you, but I can't. That This is. Do you like it? Of course I like it. It's beautiful. But I have a car. I have... She scans the street. Where's my car? I told Taylor to fetch a decent price. <gasps> Christian, this is way too much. Car. Did you just roll your eyes at me? Did she roll Now her Christian eyes? leads Annie inside. On the couch, I he takes her over his lap. <sighs> Do you know why I'm doing this? Because I roll my eyes. And is that polite? <laughs> no. Excuse me? No, sir. I've done that a time or two. Christian pulls up her dress, then slides down her panties. He raises his hand. Oh, come on. Do you want more? Anna glances back at him, and Christian smirks. Welcome to my world. Christian pulls up Anna's underwear and slides her dress back down. She sits up and faces him. He kisses her. He stands and grabs his jacket. What are you doing? I have a few things at the office that require my attention. You okay? He helps Anna to her feet. I just thought that... <laughs> I enjoyed tonight. I'll see you at my place tomorrow. He holds her face in his hands, then walks out. That's nice. Just spank her and leave her. That's what I would do. Standing at the window, Anna looks down at the street as Christian's silver car pulls away.
Anna picks up her cell phone. Hi, Mama. Anastasia, what's going on? I've left you two messages this week. I know. I'm sorry. I, there, uh, I just got a little distracted. Sorry I missed your graduation, honey. I heard it was lovely. And your new beau? Ray told me all about him. He sounds like quite the young man. Of course, I would have preferred to have heard about him from you. Tears well in Anna's eyes. Anna? What's the matter? <laughs> Nothing. I'm fine. Is he not making you happy? He is, yeah. And most of the time, yeah. It's complicated. Listen, honey, if, if you need a break, you just come right on down here. Even if it's for a day or two, I have air miles and we could talk and have girl time. Promise me you'll think about it. Yeah, I promise. I promise. I love you, Mama. I love you too, darling. I gotta go. Bye. Tears streak down her face. Daytime. In the kitchen, Kate pours coffee and faces Anna. Looks like you and Gray did some celebrating last night. <laughs> Is he still asleep? Uh, no, he couldn't stay. Whose car keys are those then? Anna looks at the key with the blue ribbon. Those are my keys. Wow, Anna. Kate raises her eyebrows. What? Nothing, I just... Make sure you're taking it at your own pace, okay? I am, I am. I gotta go. Where are you going? Anna smiles, then heads out. In the penthouse, Anna holds a newspaper. Look at this. I've seen mm -hmm. it. It's not a bad picture. Christian Gray with friend. It says we're friends. Well, it must be true if it's in the paper. <laughs> so how'd it go with Dr. Gray? It was fine. But she said that I have to abstain from all sexual activity for at least four weeks. You know, after I start the pill. What? Just kidding. Anna smiles. Christian kisses her. <laughs> they move to a couch and he climbs on top of her. He grabs her wrist and pins it above her head. I want to take you to my playroom. But I haven't signed the contract. I'm well aware. Call it due diligence. Okay. Now Christian leads Anna down the hallway. You ready? She nods. Christian pulls out a key and unlocks the door. In the playroom, Christian kisses Anna. He places his hands on her face and stares intensely. He kisses her, then bites her bottom lip. He strokes her cheek. Nice down. Take off your shoes. She kicks off her shoes. Arms above your head. She raises her arms. Christian slowly lifts up her dress. 
You have a beautiful body, Anastasia. Anna stands before him wearing just her panties. I want you unashamed of your nakedness, do you understand? Yes, sir. You're biting your lip. You know what that does to me, turn around. Anna turns her back to Christian. He takes her hair in his hands and braids it. When I tell you to come into this room, this is how you'll be. You'll wait for me, kneeling by the door. Do it now. Anna kneels in front of the door. Hands flat on your thighs. Good. Christian walks away. Anna stares off pensively. Now without a shirt on, Christian returns through an archway. Wearing jeans, he strolls through the red-paneled room and grabs a pair of leather handcuffs from a wall. He takes a riding crop from a rack. He drops the handcuffs. Holding the crop, he approaches Anna. Hold out your hand. She raises her arm. Standing behind her, Christian positions her open palm. He lightly drags the crop down her shoulder. He moves it across her arm to her open hand. Anna looks at her hand. Did that hurt? No. You see? Most of your fears in your head. Come. Christian takes her hand and helps her to her feet. Overhead, the metal suspension rack lowers from the ceiling. Christian slides the leather handcuffs on Anna's wrists and pulls them tight. He locks them to the overhead suspension rack. Anna's arms stretch above her head. Christian stands before her and gently runs his hand across her bare skin. He walks behind Anna and leans in close to her neck. He runs his fingers along her skin. Anna closes her eyes. Christian kisses her neck, then slowly slides his hand down her stomach. He reaches below her waist. Anna's head dips back. Christian kisses her neck, then steps in front of her. He grins slightly, then lowers himself to her stomach. He kisses her navel. Anna sways. Christian slides down her panties, then stands. He sniffs her underwear, then puts them in his back pocket. Christian grabs the riding crop and drags it gently across Anna's suspended body. 
He moves it below her waist. He holds the tip of the riding crop against her bare rear end and steps beside her. Christian flashes a smile, then slides the leather crop against her bottom lip. Christian moves it across her bare chest, then snaps it against her stomach. The riding crop wanders to her navel. Christian snaps it at her waistline. Now, Christian ties a thin red rope around Anna's wrists. Christian slides the rope through a small gold ring. He pulls on it, forcing Anna to bend near the bedpost. He slides a hand up her inner thigh. At the suspension rack, he stands behind Anna. Now at the bedpost, Christian spanks her. Behind her, Christian slides his pants down and parts her legs. At the suspension rack, Christian lifts Anna. Now at the bedpost, Christian grips Anna's braided hair as he thrusts against her. Christian unlocks Anna's handcuffs from the suspension rack. She rests in his arms. In the hallway, Christian carries Anna into her bedroom. Nighttime. In her darkened room, Anna sleeps alone in the bed. Christian leans over and kisses her. Anna stirs. She opens her eyes. Sitting up, she looks around the empty room. On an armchair, she spots clothing. Now, wearing a sleeveless pink dress, she joins Christian downstairs. Where are we going? Wearing a suit, he turns from the window. Remember my mother mentioned dinner? My sister Mia's in town. Yeah. You got everything you need? Yeah. That's with me. Anna places her hands in Christian's. They dance across the marble tile. Christian spins her, then dips her. Holding her close, Christian gently sways. They separate, then face each other. They dance closely, then Anna spins away. She raises her arms and hops near the piano. Christian watches her wild dance moves. Anna hops in place, then rushes to Christian. She wraps her arms around him and they kiss. Now they enter an elegant home. Good evening, Mr. Gray. Hi. You're here. You're here. Welcome, welcome. Anna, mother you've met. And this is my father, Carrick. Hi, pleasure to meet you. Nice to meet you. You are the subject of some speculation. Oh my god, you exist. Now in a dining room. <laughs> it's a great apartment, and the rent's not ridiculous. Mm. Elliot and Jose helped us move in. <laughs> Jose is Anna's friend, although I think that Elliot's trying to poach him. 
They spark quite the bromance. <laughs> He's a cool guy. Anna, where is your family from? My stepfather lives in Montesano, and my mom's in Georgia. Georgia? Which part? Savannah. How nice. Although I do hear it gets rather humid in Georgia at this time of year. Oh, my God, it does. It's stifling sometimes. Actually, I'm going to visit her tomorrow. Oh, how nice. Mm -hmm. You hear that, Christian? Some children do visit their parents now and again. Hey, Dad, you catch the Mariners game? Uh, I heard it went to x ray Oh, Seattle baseball. C'est la quintessence du pont This is news to me. I don't know what she just said, but it didn't sound like go. When are you going to tell me? Who wants coffee? Actually, I promised Anna a tour of the grounds. Excuse us. Grace winks at Christian's father. Outside, Christian strides down a path. Christian, I cannot walk that fast in these shoes. He lifts Anna over his shoulder. Oh! When are we going to tell me about Georgia? What? You have no right to be mad. Yeah, but I am mad. Palm twitchingly mad. He spanks her. Ow! In a greenhouse, he sets Anna down. You're mine. All mine. You understand? He forcefully kisses her. Dude. Anna pulls away. Christian, you are so confusing. She walks to a railing overlooking a swimming pool. Anna. What do you want? What do you want? I want you. I'm trying, Christian. I know you are. Why can't we sleep in the same bed? Why won't you let me touch you? Why does it have to be like this? Christian steps away. If you just signed the contract, you wouldn't have to think Why about that. Do you care me. so much about the contract, Christian? Don't you like me the way I am? Of course I do. And why are you trying to change me? I'm not. It's... I need more. I want more. Hearts and flowers? That's not something I know. Anna, please. It's you that's changing me. Let me touch you. Let me. Anna places her hands around his head and kisses him. Christian pulls away and places Anna's hands at her side. She holds her stare on his chest. Are they burns? I had a rough start in life. That's all you need to know. In her room, Anna sleeps alone. Christian strolls in and sits on the edge of the bed. He watches Anna sleep, then stares off. The woman that gave birth to me was a crack addict and a prostitute. died when I was four. I remember certain things. Terrible things. I don't remember her. But sometimes, 
biggest seer of my dreams. He turns to Anna and places his hand in hers. Stirring, she grips Christian's hand, then looks up at him and smiles. You really have to go to Georgia. Yeah, I really do. Daytime, our view hovers over a winding river. Buildings and streets dot the green terrain. Outside a house, a taxi pulls to a stop. Anna gets out and hugs her mom in the driveway. Inside, they sit with a man at a table. Gazpacho is very healthy, Bob. Yeah. You'll get fat with all this sitting around. You tell him, Anna. I'm not going to tell him that. Yes, thank you, Anna. I'm just saying that, you know, Gazpacho is basically eating a bowl of salsa. You know, you should hand me some chips with my bowl of salsa here. You can have a carrot. What are you getting at with this? <laughs> you know, you were damn lucky that I just happened to love you very much. I know that. Do you? Mm, I do. Nighttime. In a bedroom, Anna lies awake. She smiles. <laughs> Anna's smile fades. She turns on her side and looks at her phone. Now, Christian rides in the back seat of a car. A message appears from Anna. Missing you, wish you were here. He smiles, then replies, me too, having dinner with a friend tonight. In the bedroom, Anna checks her device. She props herself up on her elbow, then types on her phone. In the car, a message from Anna appears. What friend, Mrs. Robinson? Christian replies, don't worry about it. He lowers his phone and stares out the window. In bed, Anna sighs, then lies down. In the car, Christian brings up his phone. He taps on Anna's contact information and brings the phone to his ear. In the bedroom, Anna's phone vibrates on a nightstand. She stares off as tears well in her eyes. Daytime, inside a hotel, a waiter serves Anna and her mom Cosmo martinis. Oh, darling, I think we should pace ourselves or at least order something to eat. You go ahead, I'm not very hungry. Oh, I'll just have the fruits. Anna's mom bites a cocktail garnish. <laughs> Anna reaches for her phone. He can wait. Mom. A message from Christian reads, another Cosmo? Holy fuck. What? What is it? It's Christian. He's here, um, in Georgia. Christian walks over. Oh, here, here. Mrs. Adams, delighted to meet you. Something to drink, sir? Gin and tonic. Hendrix, if you have it. Otherwise, Bombay Sapphire. Cucumber of the Hendrix. Lime with the Bombay. I like him already. What are you doing here, Christian? I came to see you. Mrs. Adams steps past Christian and walks out. He takes a seat beside Anna. She raises her Cosmo. I broke rule seven, clause five. 
He takes it from her hand. We'll let it go. Let's not talk about the contract right now. Surprise. How was your dinner? She's a friend. That's all. She's a child abuser. I confide in her. She knows me. Well, what did she advise you to do? Well, I'm here. Now what? I've got a room in this hotel. Well, I hope you'll be comfortable in it. What are you doing for breakfast tomorrow? Now a dark car drives across a bridge. Where are we going? It's a surprise. I think I've reached my quota of surprises. We're almost there. On an airfield, Christian leads Anna by the hand away from the car. They face a white-haired man. Mr. Gray. Hey, I'll be your tow pilot. How do you do? This is my girlfriend, Anastasia Steele. Now they sit in the cockpit of a thin glider. A cable stretches from a small plane to the glider. The plane gathers speed. The glider lifts above the ground. Towing the glider, the plane soars over the stretch of green land. Seated in front of Christian in the cockpit, Anna surveys the view. She flashes a smile. We're at 3,000 feet. Y'all ready? Well? <laughs> yeah, do it. Release. The cable detaches. The glider dips, then banks over tree-covered hills. Smiling, Anna gazes out the cockpit windows. The glider soars across the sky. The aircraft dives. Banking on its side, it swoops up, then rolls. Hold on tight. This more? Oh my god, so much more. <laughs> Upside down, Anna's hair rises above her head. The plane levels out over a stretch of water. <laughs> At the airfield, Anna and Christian stand outside a hangar. <laughs> oh my god, that was incredible, Christian. Thank you. Well, we aim to please, Miss Steele. You said you didn't do romance. I don't. Mm. Anna. What? What? Why are you fighting this? What are you afraid of? Gray. What? When? Tell Stefan to have the plane ready. I'll be in the tarmac in 30 minutes. What happened? I have to go back to Seattle. Come, I'll take you home. At the airport. Oh, sweetheart. I wish Christian could have stayed. Bob was really looking forward to meeting him. I know. He had to get back to Seattle, though. There's some situation at work. I wish I could tell you that things get easier, but they don't. You just <laughs> get to know yourself better. Anna hugs her mom. 
Thank you for everything, Mama. Take care of yourself, sweetheart. I will. On a plane, Anna listens to headphones and drinks champagne while she stares out the window. The plane lands. In the terminal, Taylor holds a sign which reads Steel. Anna approaches. Later, Anna stares out the window in the back seat of a luxury car. How does he seem today, Taylor? Preoccupied, I'm afraid. Really? Yes, ma'am. At Christian's penthouse, the elevator doors open. Anna steps out. Well, that's not gonna work. What? Christian paces in the living room. Well, then tell them that they don't have 24 hours. That is unacceptable. I need to know. Just keep me informed. Tossing his phone onto the sofa, he removes his necktie. Anna enters the room and he pulls her into a kiss. Is everything okay? Nothing that concerns you. I can leave. Do you want me to go? No. No, that's the last thing I want. He strokes her cheek. I want you to be in the playroom in 15 minutes. He walks away. In the playroom, Christian grabs bundles of red rope from hooks on the wall. Naked, Anna lies face up on a leather mattress. Tying the ropes around her wrists, he loops the other ends through gold rings attached to the bedposts. What are your safe words? Red and yellow. Remember those. Christian tightens a length of red rope around her ankle and loops it through another gold ring. Gently, he runs his fingers between her bare breasts, down to her belly, then between her thighs. Anna arches her back. Inside an ornate black cabinet next to the bed, he pulls open a small drawer. He grabs a gray silk sleep mask. He slips it over her eyes. Later, he tickles her calves and thighs with a peacock feather. The feather runs along her hip bone to her pelvis. Later, he grabs a flogger and drags it along her chest. Anna writhes. He slaps the whip onto her bare torso. The ropes pull taut as Anna's back arches each time he flogs her. Sweat glistens on her flushed cheeks. Dropping the whip, Christian climbs on top of her and kisses down her neck. He buries his face between her thighs. Nighttime. Our view hovers over the illuminated Seattle skyline. 
In Christian's living room, he plays the piano. Anna watches him as she descends the stairs. She approaches him. He places his hands atop the piano and hangs his head. That sounds so sad. Everything you play is so sad. You said you were six when you learned. Was it because you wanted to please your new family? Christian works his jaw. He returns his attention to the piano. I just want to talk. Why won't you let me in? She leans on the piano between him and the keys. We should be talking. Like normal people? Yeah. With a smile, she bites her lip. Is that so wrong? She reaches no, out for not. his cheek and he moves her hand away. He glances up at her with apologetic eyes. He walks away and she follows. Is this because of the contract? Because I still haven't signed it? Fuck the contract. I think it's a little redundant, don't you? So then the rules are redundant too? No. The rules stand. What if I break them? Then there'll be consequences. Punishment? Yes. Why do you want to punish me? Anna. Why do you want to hurt me? I would never do anything to you that you couldn't handle. But why do you even want to do anything to me at all, Christian? If I told you, you'd never look at me the same way again. So there is a reason. Tell me. Do you want to punish me right now? Yes. I want to punish you right now. What if I told you that I feel the same way about being punished as you do about me touching you? Would you still want to punish me then? No. But that doesn't mean I wouldn't need to. Why? Anna, stop. Why do you need to? Because it's the way I am! Turning away, Christian rests his hands on a chest of drawers and hangs his head. Because I'm 50 shades of fucked up. Anna heads towards the stairs, but stops. Crossing her arms, she holds herself. Because... Oh. She asks. Show me, then. He looks back over his shoulder. With tears streaking her cheeks, she turns to face him. I need you to show me what you want to do to me. Punish me. Show me how bad it can be. I want you to show me the worst. Shaking her head, she shrugs. It's the only way I can understand. In the playroom, Christian approaches a display of wooden paddles and belts. He grabs a brown leather belt. Are you sure about this? Yes. He pulls Anna's white cotton t-shirt up and over her head. 
He pulls down her boxer briefs. Standing behind her, he leans in close to her ear. Bend over. Bending down, she puts her face and stomach flat against a black lacquer table. She grips the edges tightly. I'm gonna hit you six times, and you're gonna count with me. A display of animal tails with rubber ends hangs in an alcove behind Christian. He raises the belt high above his head. Anna stands on her toes and presses her face to the table. Count, Anastasia. grimaces. Three. Wearing a serene expression, Christian cocks his head and swings again. <laughs> Shutting his eyes, he tilts his head back. Four. Tears fall from her eyes. Her body jerks from the pain as his relaxes. <sighs> Opening his eyes, he drops the belt. As he tries to touch her, she jumps up. No! Don't fucking touch me! She pushes him away. With a knitted brow, he gawks at her. What you want? You want to see? You want to see me like this? Anna. Don't come near me. Tears fill her eyes as she stares him down. Sweat glistens on his forehead. She holds herself tightly. This is giving you pleasure. Raising his brow, he takes a step toward her. Don't. She takes a step back. Do you dare come near me? Anna turns and walks out. In Anna's room, she lies on the bed, crying. Christian enters. Shadows of the rain on the windows dance on the wall. He hesitates at the door before shutting it behind him. She keeps her back to him as he slowly crosses the room. He takes a seat on the edge of the bed behind her. Anna's lips tremble. Please don't hate me. You'll never do that to me again. No, you're everything that I want. I've fallen in love with you. Mouth agape, he backs away from her. No, 
No, Anna, you can't love me. Nice. Christian swallows hard. A tear rolls down Anna's nose. I need you to leave. Please. He stands. Anna clutches a fist to her mouth. He approaches the door and looks back at her. He leaves. She cups her face in her hands. Daytime. In the living room, Christian sits, staring down at the marble floor. Anna enters and sets her laptop on a table adorned with flowers. He keeps his back to her as she approaches. She holds a jacket in her hands. I'd like my car back. Taylor already sold it. And I'd like the money he got for it, please. I'll send you a check. Taylor will take you home. Rolling her eyes, she turns and walks away. He watches her go. He hurries after her. At the elevator, she turns to face him. Stop. No! Christian stops in his tracks. She glares at him. Anna steps onto the elevator. She pushes the button and the doors begin to close. Anna. Christian. Cut to black. Credits roll. Unit production managers, Barbara oh, Kelly, you. Marcus Vicitti. First assistant director, Peter Cohn. Second assistant director, David Arnold. Cast, Dakota Johnson as Anastasia Steele. Jamie Dornan as Christian Gray. Jennifer Ely as Carla. Eloise Mumford as Kate. Victor Rasuk as Jose. Luke Grimes as Elliot Gray. Marsha Gay Harden as Mrs. Gray. Rita Ora as Mia Gray. Max Martini as Taylor. Callum Keith Rennie as Ray. Andrew Airley as Mr. Gray, Dylan Neal as Bob, Eliot Albrecht as Olivia, Rachel Skarsten as Andrea, Emily Fonda as Martina, Anthony Konechny as Paul Clayton, Bruce Dawson as Mr. Clayton, Tom Butler as WSU University President, Christine Wiles as WSU Grad Speaker Reader, Chris Shields as WSU Professor, Anna Louise Sargent, Megan Danso as Female Grads, Jason Cermak as graduation photographer, Brent McLaren as computer technician, Stephen Cree Mollison as glider tow pilot, Elise Gatien as young woman at bar, Reese Alexander as elevator businessman, David Orth as Savannah hotel waiter, Julia Dominciak as pigtail blonde server, stunt coordinators, Melissa R. Stubbs, Michael Hilau, 
Stunts, Jason Stevens, Melissa R. Stubbs, Kayleen Patricia Heimbeckner, Christian Clicks, Brett Kine, Mike Mitchell, Alex Terzieff, Kate Gray, Supervising Art Directors, Michael Diner, Tom Rita, Art Director, Laurel Bergman, Assistant Art Directors, Kara Brower, Clyde Klotz, Set Designers, C. Scott Baker, Patricia Dunn-Baker, Jeff Wallace, Graphic Designers, Tina Sherrod, Roger Fires, Storyboard Artist, Vincent Lucido, Art Department Assistants, Carmen Lee, Teresa Conrad, Set Decorators, Sandy Wasco, Sandy Walker, Lead Dresser, J.J. Reddy, On-Set Dresser, Cody Larson, Set dressers, Eliza Hooker, Ilana Dresser, Mark Jones, Jocelyn Alicia Luz, Bruce Hamilton. Buyers, Jennifer Kam Tong, Paula Montgomery, Kasia G. Chalowska, Sandra Smolsky, Property Master, Dan Sissons, Assistant Property Master, Aaron Alexander. Props buyers, Dinesh Gill, Tiara Modem. Props, Jordan Dobby. Camera operator, Norbert Kaluza. Steadicam Operator, David Crone. First Assistant A-Camera, Doug Lavender. Second Assistant A-Camera, Jeff Sale. First Assistant B-Camera, David Lurie. Second Assistant B-Camera, Steve Kresnai. Second Unit First Assistant Camera, James Clare. Loader, Adrian Wise. Soundtrack on Republic Records. I Put a Spell on You, Shades of Grey version. Written by Jay Hawkins, performed by Annie Lennox. Undiscovered, written by Emil Haney, Devont Hines, Laura Welsh, Amanda Ghost, performed by Laura Welsh. Call Me, written by Alan Branstetter Jr., Andrew Lee, Benjamin Greiner, Browen Lowler, Jesse Phillips, Paul Janeway, performed by St. Paul and the Broken Bones. Tribe, featuring Jesse Boykins III, written by Theophilus London, Jesse Boykins III, Louis Roge, Cedric Steffens, Sam Tiba, Quentin Lepoutre, Victor Thieffrey Wattel, performed by Theophilus London. Rude, written by Leon Youngblood, performed by Terence Coles. Meet Me in the Middle, written by David Okumu, Jessica Ware, performed by Jesse Ware. Love Me Like You Do, written by Max Martin, Savan Kotecha, Ali Payami, Tove Nilsson, Ilya Salmanzada, performed by Ellie Goulding. Bacchianus Brasileiras No. 5, written by Heiter Villalobos, performed by Enrique Batiz. Salted Wound, written by Brian West, Gerald Eaton, Sia Furler, Oliver Krauss, performed by Sia. Concerto in D minor after Alessandro Marcello, to Adagio, written by Johann Sebastian Bach. Beast of Burden, written by Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, performed by the Rolling Stones. Earned It, Fifty Shades of Grey, written by The Weeknd, Stephen Mochio, Jason Dahila Quinneville, Belly, performed by The Weeknd. Awakening, written by Ali Theodore, Joseph Katsoaros, Zach Danziger, Alana De Fonseca, Julian Michael Davis, performed by Free and Easy. Haunted, written by Boots and Beyonce Knowles, performed by Beyonce. The Sermon, written and performed by Hampton Hawes. She's on Fire, written by Johan Wetterberg, Stefan Olsen, Boris Titulaire, performed by Bo Saris. I'm on Fire, written by Bruce Springsteen, performed by AWOL Nation. Crazy in Love, 2014 remix, written by Beyonce Knowles, Rich Harrison, Sean Carter, Eugene Record, performed by Beyonce. Witchcraft, written by Cy Coleman, Carolyn Lee, performed by Frank Sinatra. Nights in Motion, written and performed by Scott Sen. One Last Night, written by Barnabas Freeman, Benjamin Vela, Blythe Pepino, performed by Vaults. Prelude in E minor, Opus 28, number four, 
written by Frederick Chopin. I Know You, written by Stephen Moschio, Skylar Gray, performed by Skylar Gray. Where You Belong, written by The Weeknd, Mike Dean, Belly, performed by The Weeknd. This motion picture used sustainability strategies to reduce its carbon emissions and environmental impact. Green is universal. Copyright 2015, Universal Studios, all rights reserved. Animated Universal Studios logo, copyright 2013, Universal Studios. Universal Studios is the author of this motion picture for purposes of the Berne Convention and all national laws giving effect thereto. The characters and events depicted in this photoplay are fictitious. Any similarity to actual persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. This motion picture is protected under the laws of the United States and other countries. Unauthorized duplication, distribution, or exhibition may result in civil liability and criminal prosecution. Focus Features, a division of NBC Universal. This film has been described by the Media Access Group at WGBH with funding from Universal Pictures, read by Adrienne Barbeau. For more information about motion picture access, visit our website at access.wgbh.org.